The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. Who finished the milk? Uh, can you move your car, please? Why aren't we watching the match? It's on now. What time was that you came home at? It's not a hotel, you know. Now, as an adult, moving back in with your parents is not easy and it can be difficult to create a new altered family dynamic when we might feel pushed back into the dynamics of childhood relationships. A senior clinical psychologist and president of the Psychological Society of Ireland, Ankyo, joins me. Good morning. Good morning, Pat. And so many people have had to move back with their parents. They can't find a place uh, to rent or it's too expensive to rent or they're saving for a mortgage uh, or they're maybe simply getting the house they have bought done up so they move back in. It creates potentially a lot of problems. Indeed, Pat. And I suppose it's quite a modern situation, the sense of the true extent of it is very big at present. So there are a lot of people for all the reasons you listed who end up moving back home with their parents, um, which can cause all sorts, it can be wonderful, but can also cause all sorts of issues, if you like, and family dynamics come back up and, you know, the usual tensions anyone could imagine, to be honest. Mm -hmm. Now, I presume that if it's only like a short time since the the person has left home and uh, suddenly they're thrown out of their shared house with the mates or whatever, and they come back and they occupy their old bedroom and they're single and so on, uh, not a problem um, or not a great problem. They just revert back to the way it was a few months ago. Uh, but people who've gone on to live other lives and maybe have partners in life, maybe even have children at this point, the whole dynamic has got to be recreated. Indeed. And the word is that renegotiated nearly. So so you have adults who have in lots of ways fully matured into independent, you know, people who have sometimes whole families, whole lives lived separately than their parents, where they got to make the rules and decide things that happened, who then move home and the old rules or maybe some version of them, maybe things have changed since they moved out. Um, all of it's up to be reconsidered. Um, I suppose an example would be if you go home for Christmas, you know, you're back in the house and People can revert to old ways. Um, but what we have now are people who are not doing it by choice necessarily. They're doing it out of necessity. And that's different because you can feel landed or forced back home. Um, and that can really get in on a person's self-esteem or self-confidence. At the same time, you're foisting yourself on the older generation who thought they were rid of you. They've done their bit. They educated you. They fed you. They looked after you when you were sick. And lo and behold, here you are again. Indeed. And it's it has it's kind of tricky for parents, too, because I suppose the expectations and what happened may have been different when they were young. There may have been less people having to move home. So parents have a kind of a tendency sometimes to overcompensate. So they can feel sorry for your young person who's had to move home or the situation they find themselves in. And then you can find that the boundaries get a bit blurred Maybe they're over caring or over giving. And then after a while, as you say, if it goes on too long or longer, parents can get resentful. It can mm. be a, a kind of a boundaries issue. Now, you, you think of the, the fellow who uh, comes home. He's already now living with his girlfriend. Maybe they have a kid, maybe they don't. But he's had this relationship all his life with his parents and maybe particularly with the, his mother who dotes upon him, etc., etc., And then suddenly he's got to kind of change his attitude to his mammy. He can't be babied anymore because he's now a man and he doesn't want his 
his partner in life to see him in that situation. And suddenly the mammy gets offended because he's changed, changed towards her. Indeed. I mean, we're designed to individuate, to kind of separate from our families of origin and start our own families in our own space. Um, And we move between that. So when you go home for a visit, you kind of move back into the child of the family that you you came from. But to move back there, as you say, for this chap with a a wife and a partner and kids, it it brings that new environment or microsystem back to the other one. And people are put out. They can be. It can be really challenging. Now, I can see uh, all sorts of uh, things going on, you know, where the behaviour of the boyfriend partner in life is suddenly explained to his uh, partner in life by what goes on at home. Like he's as lazy as sin when it comes to emptying the dishwasher because his mammy always did that. Thank you very much. (laughs) She's been trying to train him to do otherwise. Well, there are those dynamics at times where, you know, I guess staying, say you were staying with your partner's family, you're going to get an insight into what it was like to grow up there. And that, there are many aspects of that, good and bad. Um, It can help you understand someone. It can also maybe hinder things where if, as you said, the person reverts to not doing any jobs and things like that. So it can be really awkward for people. And I think people can tend to blame themselves. That's the problem when, when they, because they're not able to live out it's somehow their fault when it's not working back in the house. Um, I mean, you can have um, child issues too, where, uh, you know, the child has been raised to eat maybe beans and hummus and things like that. And uh, along home come the parents to find your man sitting with granny and granddad stuffing his face with chocolate, which which is not allowed (laughs) in their modern household. That is a very common dynamic, to be fair. Um, grandparents, you know, things were different many years ago and people kind of do that whole show love with food in different ways. So, yeah, I mean, all that's up for renegotiation. It's just that if you're actually in the house living there, there's kind of a, you know, you're on someone's graces. They have kindly let you live there. So you, there has to be a really delicate balance. You maybe can't put up the boundary you really want to about the sweets or whatever they're doing that you don't like. Um, what I would say is that there's always hope in the sense of they want this to work and they want to support the young family and the young family wants to do this for the time that it needs. So there is a way through, even if you have these rows about sweets or the dishwasher or yeah. who, what, what now, do you Now, there are other more practical things. Um, you're eating us out of house and home. We don't have yeah. the money we used to have. Your father's retired, da, 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 da. Um, so, you know, paying for things. Uh, doing the washing, you, you know, the mammy who always ironed her son's shirts is st- now starts to iron them again, but doesn't go near his partner's clothes or if, uh, you know, and maybe burns on a silk blouse belong to the, you know, it's all sorts of. <gasps> exactly, Pat. And that's where it gets tricky because they're little micro examples of the feelings behind all that, of the kind of resentment and the being a bit stuck. So it might not be about the blouse necessarily, which could be replaceable or the, you know, you shouldn't put on the heating or you should put on the heating argument, which is actually quite expensive these days. Um, but there, there's micro things that really, when you look back, they, they're not about those things. Those rows are generally about other things, about feeling you're not seen, about feeling not taken care of or ignored or those kinds of things. So the detail is in the micro, the small things, but actually the, the feelings are very big. Yeah. It's a lot to take on. But are there ways in which you can prepare for this? In other words, have rules of engagement, 
you know, we're going to be living with you. We're going to be u- using your heat, your light. We're going to be sharing food in the fridge. So can we do the shop every week or can we help with the bills? I mean, is it important to lay that down? It is. And like, if you think about it, it would nearly be easier if a stranger moved in because then you would do that and you'd be very clear about it. Not that your child is a stranger in any regard or that moving home is a stranger, but it's that to hold that idea that boundaries and rules will be needed. And also you might need to change them. So if you put in them from the start, whatever they may be, around space is particularly important. Who does what? Um, and then that you review that. So a month in, if there is three little things that are driving you crazy and both sides, that you can somehow share that. The, the goal being not to nitpick, but to come to some middle arrangement about being positive. So the phrase or refrain I would use would be, how can we make this work? As opposed to, you know, what you're doing wrong. And then people are willing, are able to adapt. They've had to adapt to moving home and, and parents have to adapt to having someone back. There's a ton of joy that can be had in it, but the small things wear people down, but they're changeable. Okay, so the the best way to approach this is have an open and frank uh, conversation. Say, we know, if you're the younger generation, we know we are imposing on you. Um, thank you very much for what you're doing for us. It's going to make a world of a difference when we get our mortgage, etc., etc., and lay the cards on the table and say, we want to make this work. Exactly, exactly. And it does work. It works for so many families. And yes, there are hard days when you have a tough one somewhere else and you kind of end up taking it at home. But you can get through that. It, it, they are really tough times across the country for so many people. Very good. Well, uh, as I say, uh, being prepared is probably half the battle. Anne Kyo, Senior Clinical Psychologist, President of the Psychological Society of Ireland. Uh, thank you very much uh, for joining us. Well, now, if you are living with the other generation and you want to get away for a couple of days, every day this week we have a prize on offer. It's uh, thanks to the elegant five-star Kildare Resort, the K-Club. So if you want to get that break, uh, a chance to win a two-night B&B stay in the K-Club with dinner on one evening, you'll also experience the high-tech excitement of K-Golf World. It's a, a eight state-of-the-art the golf simulators that can transport you to some of the world's finest courses and loads of activities. There's a spa, loads of food offerings and so on. You can check it all out at kclub.ie. So today, for your chance to win that break at the K-Club, answer this question. What gardens might you visit if you go to the National Stud? Text the word stay with your answer and name just now on 53106 at a cost of 30 cent. The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk.